freedom. Ring this afternoon at 2 with Sean Hannity. Right before Joe Walsh at 5 on AM560, The Answer. Top of the morning, Dan and Amy. There's uh, some challenge in sort of dividing up the groups of Chicago mayoral candidates. There's so many, but our next guest is in a distinct group. Uh, This is a group of young candidates, all of whom could be Amy's children. Okay, you had to go there? Well, I mean... Maybe they could be your children, too, Dan. Well, I'm a little young. Oh, oh! now you're young. Okay. I would be a little bit young to be John Kozlar's father. Morbidly yeah. obese, but okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, fine. Uh, John Kozlar is a uh, Chicago mayoral candidate. He uh, graduated from University of Chicago about five minutes ago <laughs> and uh, went on to get a law degree from John Marshall. He uh, actually has uh, making a second run for office. I think it's a second run, at least a second run, because um, he uh, took on one of the dailies previously. So two runs, two dailies, different ones. He uh, ran in the 11th Ward against Patrick Daly Thompson for Alderman, and he actually forced him into sort of a surprise runoff before he lost. So now he's got Bill Daly and others to contend with. Let's find out a little bit more about John Kozlar. John, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me on this morning. So uh, just give us, uh, you know, I gave the uh, educational credentials, and uh, I'll mention that you work for Aon, too. Uh, So you're a professional, young professional in the city. You took on the Daily Machine in the 11th Ward. Now you're taking on the Daily Machine and a couple of others running for mayor. What uh, prompted you to level up from your first campaign to make this run for mayor? Yeah, well, the biggest thing is that in Chicago we keep electing the same people over and over. And nothing well. ever changes. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing ever changes. I mean, think about it. We're talking about the same issues that we are in the year 2019 that we were in 1980, and that's crime, education, and city finances. And there's a lot of candidates in this race who talk about all this vast experience that they have, 30-plus years. But the question I ask is, well, if you have all this experience, why are we still talking to, about the same issues? Hey, hey, can, and, I give, can I give you a line for an upcoming forum? Oh, here we go. Uh, Listen up. No, wait. You're going to want to take notes. When uh, Bill Daly touts his experience, say, for example, or Tony Preckwinkle touts his experience, say, you know, it was Oscar Wilde, uh, Miss Preckwinkle, who observed that experience is what we call our mistakes. Ooh. And then then just walk off 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 the stage. Yeah. That's right. Drop the mic at that point. There you go. Yeah. So speaking of people that, you know, we need a changing of the guard here because I think that this is probably the only time in our lifetime that we're going to be able to see change here in the city of Chicago. Why should people vote for you? Are you like everyone else? And if not, tell me why not. Yeah. I mean, the first thing is that I'm probably one of the very few candidates, if not the only one that's not tied to the past. So what you see is a lot of these candidates, they have some kind of a stake in this political corrupt machine in Chicago. And what the machine does, they like to take care of each other and they'll, they'll take care of their family and friends and put, Chicago in second. So I am somebody who's going to put Chicagoans first because I don't owe anybody anything in this political environment. Um, and that need, that's one of the things that needs to change overnight. And being a young candidate who's not tainted by machine politics, I will be making decisions based on what's right and working with community members instead of what's right for my family and friends. Give us a big okay. okay. Well, give us give us a big idea what you would do to advance system change in any of the topic areas you mentioned, we've been uh, stuck in place or or worse the last uh, 30 or 40 years. So crime, 
education, city finances. Give me a big idea. Yeah, the biggest idea that I'm going can to talk about is the, the pension crisis. So uh, in order to resolve this kind of crisis, we have to make a big change. And my specific idea is for any new employee, meaning you've never worked for the city of Chicago from the year 2020, you have to go on a 401k plan. I would love for my generation to get a pension, but we can no longer sustain adding new people to this pension crisis. So if you're a current employee or retired, you're going to be locked in. Um, but if you're a new employee, you go on a 401k plan, and what the result is we stop the bleeding. The other thing that we need to do at that point is then allow the big four the auditing firms, and we have they're all in Chicago, to come in and do a forensic, unbiased audit of all of our books. And Rahm Emanuel said he was going to do that in 2011, you know, big campaign uh, promise. But, of course, once they, these politicians get elected, they never, have, they never implement these solutions. On the issue of K-12 through education, uh, would you lift the moratorium on charter schools? Or are you a school choice proponent? No, I think that the schooling decision should be based on the parent and the student. We have enough of government saying, hey, you have to go to this school. What if the kid doesn't uh, want to go to that school? Now you're putting him or her behind the eight ball and jeopardizing their career because they're going to go to a school which they don't want to go to. So I'm somebody who feels that the school decision should be based upon the parent and student picking it. How do you feel about selective enrollment? A lot of us are, are going through that or have been through the process where it just seems seems like child abuse to me. I mean, you have one day to take a test, and if you don't do well, you can't take it again. Is there a possibility that if you become mayor, you'd have um, multiple options when you can take the selective enrollment test? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the better options, I mean, the more options, the better. So, for instance, if you're applying to college, you can take the ACT or SAT multiple times. Yep. I think we just need to prepare our students for that in the sense of treating them just fairly in the sense that they could take uh, the, the exams as many times as they want, but also uh, not as many times. I would say limited to three, but give, give the options to the parents to separate it by a few months so they don't have to just concentrate on one specific time. And how do you feel about casinos and the legalization of marijuana? Yeah, I mean, casinos, I, I think it will be a good thing to have a, a Chicago-owned and operated casino, but along the lakefront. I wouldn't put it in a neighborhood because I think that could kind of ruin the morale of the neighborhood. So I'm putting it in a nice spot along the lakefront. And uh, as far as legalization of marijuana, that's going to happen from a state uh, state decision um, with the legislature. The city of Chicago will then tax it. My thing is if you're an adult and you want to, that's a personal choice, you want to smoke marijuana, that's on you. But if you're a child, that's the one group of individuals that I want to protect from that. So uh, how do you uh, shock the world and uh, make your way through this field into the runoff? I mean, you're not backed by any prominent rapper, are you? So uh, no, not not no. Yeah. I'm still trying to get Snoop. I'm still trying to get Snoop Dogg's endorsement, but no, nothing yet. <laughs> I think Kid Rock may be a better better play for you. Only sort of yeah. you know, sort of a crossover artist. But anyway, um, how do you put together the resources, build a profile to make yourself competitive in this race? Yeah, you know what? The biggest thing is just to be treated fairly by the media. What I've been noticing a lot of these main newspapers in Chicago, they only concentrate on their four or five candidates and they just drive them for some reason. I mean, Bill Daly can sneeze and he'll be on the front page of the Sun-Times or the Tribune. And I think that's wrong because what they're, they're pushing their agenda. Um, but I mean, there are some writers who do treat people fairly, but I haven't been seeing it as often as we should in Chicago. But the way you pierce, uh, I guess, the, the veil of being treated fairly and get your message out there is to continue to do what we're doing now is going to every forum available and just continuing to talk to the residents face to face 
I mean, I'm somebody who's all about grassroots campaigning and I mean, even from the signature collecting, I collected 9,500 signatures by myself and that's going up to voters directly and telling them what you're all about. And I had a, a great team uh, surrounding me as well. And we're all just going to push forward day by day and continue to drive our message. It's sort of an interesting uh, race uh, in many respects. And one of them being young professionals that are sort of the drivers of the city. I mean, that's the only thing keeping it afloat is all the young professionals that live in River North and Lincoln Park and Old Town. Uh, and I would include Amara Enya in that, too, even though she's over on the west side. So, so there's a generational thing happening. But it's also young, the young professionals um, who are the backbone of the city. And I wonder if you get any sense from your friend circle, colleague circle, you work for a big company, Aon, that um, there's a real appetite to to purposefully make a generational decision as part of the calculus for uh, 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 part of the calculus voters are going through in this race. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of the things is that, you know, they have the next generation of people who move, are moving in or if they've been here for a while, I want to make sure to protect the neighborhoods because we're forcing a lot of generational people out. Um, but I think that's because a lot of people are feeling disenfranchised through the lack of investment in neighborhoods. So we spend a lot of money downtown. I mean, you could drive down Lakeshore drive or any, any street and you could see that all these cranes are going up. I think that's good for Chicago, but at the same time, we can't forget about the people in the neighborhoods. And as far as the next generation, I think we have to allow us to actually have these political positions because you have, again, these people have been in office for so long, they become accustomed to the position and then forget about the communities. But if you have somebody who's young like myself, I'm 30 years old and youngest candidate in the history of Chicago to ever run for mayor, I think you should allow the next generation to take the stand and say, hey, you know what? Thank you for all the corruption that you put us in. Now it's our it's time for our generation to solve your problems. I see on your uh, campaign website, johnkozlar.com, that you played baseball. Every, and you played for four years at University of Chicago. What position were you? Yeah, I was a pitcher. Oh. And then uh, I got a little bit older, then went to uh, co-ed uh, rec softball. <laughs> Any Tommy Johns you want to talk? Cause it was uh, <laughs> University of Chicago has an athletics program. They do. I, I yeah, thought they discontinued it after, after Jay Burwanger won the Heisman in 39. I thought they discontinued all their athletic programs, went out on top. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, all right. Uh, other important question. Have you met Chicago party aunt? We're trying to figure out who oh, she is. No, no, not yet. All right. Are you threatened by Chicago party aunt? No, I did, I did see that. I don't know if it's an individual or individuals, but they were on uh, social media. But, uh, no, I have no interactions as of yet. And uh, you were before the Tribune editorial board in the last two days? Yeah, we were there yesterday uh, morning, and it, it was uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, they moved into a new building, um, oh, yeah. actually right next to Aon. Um, I, I liked the Tribune Tower a little better. I think it had a little more history in it. But, uh, no, I think it went really well. And the main thing is just to keep driving the message and – uh, stay out there because you know a lot of people can you know as far, as far as politics goes six weeks is a very long time right and things can change overnight and i think we had a, a wgn um, televised debate and i think that went really well for us so we got elevated and again we just continue to drive the message and just stay focused all right he is john kozlar he's the as he mentioned youngest candidate for chicago mayor in history 30 years old uh, lawyer professional works for aon John Kozlar, K-O-Z-L-A-R.com, is his website. John, thanks so much for joining us. Good luck with the campaign. Hey, thank you so much.
and he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line. It's what Chicago is talking about. It's Chicago's Morning Answer with Dan and Amy on AM560, The Answer.